Welcome to Some Would Say. Casual chats for curious people. Your weekly podcast hosted by us, Amelia Rose and Lara May, unpacking all things life from the arts to well-being, from work to play and hearing what others have to say. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Some Would Say. Hello, guys. How are we going? We noticed that everyone responded really well to our horrible dating episode. And so we thought we'd throw another relationship one in there on something that many, many of us can relate to. And that is the topic of breakups. Yeah, it doesn't matter whether you're the breakupper or the breakupee. Yeah, I think either way. Advice is always a nice thing to receive when you're going through a breakup and hearing like what other people have as little tips that you may not even have thought of for yourself. Yeah, and it's important to know the significance of of a breakup. People have compared physical pain to the pain that you experience like on a scientific level mm. when you get all under microscopes and I don't know, but someone said one time... <laughs> Some would say. Some would say. <laughs> it's a science it's level thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it, physical, it, it's, they compare it to the physical pain. Anyway, let's just move on <laughs> with the episode. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like I know the science behind breakups, but it's, it's like <laughs> breaking a leg. <laughs> it's the same thing. Basically the same. Yeah. But first we wanted to get started with our go on then. As per usual. Yeah. And if you don't know what Go On Then is, it's our little weekly segment where we give you a bit of an update on what's been happening in our lives by saying what we've been listening to, what challenged us and what made us feel good. I've been listening to Jay Shetty's podcast and if you don't know who Jay Shetty is, you've been living under a rock because he's literally got, I think, number one health podcast in the world right now. And I kind of found him because I was listening to Joe Dispenza, who he's like a neuroscientist and he was interviewing him and um, found him through there, but then ended up like kind of obsessed with all he talked about. Just really interesting topics on building confidence, like 10 ways to have success in your everyday life. He's got this real calming voice and he just makes he just gives a really good perspective on life he was a buddhist monk yeah i was gonna say he's got a book called think like a monk explains a lot about why he just sounds like the biggest mad dog yeah but (laughs) um he's so inspiring and i've been loving listening to that oh i'll have to check it out yeah what have you been listening to i have been listening to a Spotify playlist and it's called throwback workout and i swear all the throwback playlist on Spotify at one point was so bad like there wasn't one actually good throwback song in them mm. but this one is prime primo what kind of songs are in there there's like sister sledge he's the greatest dancer drop the pressure and then there's some like random old not like super old school but like touch the sky Kanye West you know those ones where everyone just knows the lyrics yeah and it's like a bit of a vibe yeah I feel like that has just recently fallen into old school yeah how weird is that which is weird to think it's weird to think that that is now old school yeah but 
What a tune. What yeah. a, well, that sounds awesome. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's a really good playlist. Highly recommend. What has been challenging you this week, Les? We're due to renew our lease in January, literally five weeks. And we just got an email yesterday. We've been hassling our real estate agent, um, me and my roommates, to be like, give us an update. What's going on? Are you upping the rent? Are you selling the house? Like, what's going on? Get an email and they want to up our rent by about $400 a week. What the actual hell? So, like, I mean, we're in a pretty, like, we're in a, in a pretty ritzy area, but because there's four of us living there, we can kind of afford this, like, really nice house. Yeah. But, you know, we thought, oh, they'll up the rent maybe, like, 10, 20 bucks at most. Yeah. Just a casual $400 that extra. is, like, wild. Imagine if it was just a family living there. And they opt it by 400. Like, that's Who can fucked. afford that? Yeah. I just want to know, like, can someone write in and tell me, like, I'm in the wrong industry. Send us an email. Yeah, chuck us an email. Because Who I'm can afford just a cash $400? Extra. Like, it isn't anything. Ain't no thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that challenged me. So I'm going to have to figure out real quick smart what I'm doing in five weeks' time. Yeah. Moving is always a challenge. What challenge do you, Mills? Um... As of late, I think it's just like all the social events that have been about because of like the festive festive period, but I've found it really hard to stick to a routine and personally, like I'm such a routine person, like I really thrive in a routine, Mm. (laughs) meditating and like pulling an oracle card, like just those little things I haven't done in like ages. Yeah. Um, and if I do, it's very sporadic. It's not like I've been I've been doing them every day, but it kind of like builds up, like we were saying last night. Yeah, I do find this time of year it throws out your concept of time, mm. and it's just like, oh, 10, 10 a.m. Let's go to the pub. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or like, know. let's say have a Christmas party for literally everything. Like, let's have a housemate Christmas party. Let's have a work Christmas party. And now my cousin's dog's friend's auntie wants to have one as well. You know, like, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a busy time of year, that is for sure. Yeah, but that's okay. I'm just riding the wave and I know it will come back around. What has made you feel good? Um, This week, I'm currently at Amelia's Place at Tugan and um, I've got a beautiful view of the ocean outside. And I've just been loving spending the weekend with meals at the beach. So that's what made me feel good because I'm, you know been living in Brisbane for a long time now, eight years. And um, yeah, it's really nice to kind of like get away, hang out with meals and get a like a coastal experience. It makes me feel rejuvenated. Yeah, there is something about the ocean that just brings you back down to earth. That's for sure. That's so funny that that's your feel good because mine is summer sunshine. And Aww. like it's so simple, but it's so effective. Like yeah. Just being out in the sunshine, that like summer relaxed feeling. I know, we're so blessed here in Queensland. Well, what goes up must come down and so, no, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good lasts forever, (laughs) as they say. (laughs) Some would say. So on to today's topic, whether you're going through a breakup or you've just broken up, well, either way you're going through a breakup. (laughs) Okay. Whether there's some sort of break in your life. <laughs> Have a Kit Kat. 
Yeah. No, what's the, have a break. Take a break. Have a Kit Kat. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> Amelia. We've been trying to say that about eight times. And I for some reason not. we just can't talk today. Um on to today's we're talking topic. about something like quite sad and I'm here like cackling. Yeah, I find that we struggle to get really serious, like and and be meaningful on here and this is a serious topic so take it seriously okay <laughs> <laughs> um i can't i think we, i'm actually like loki sunstroke i had too oh, much summer sunshine yeah me too i have found in the past that listening to other people's experiences um of you know how they got through heartbreak has really helped me overcome my many heartbreaks <laughs> that i've gone through yeah, I feel like I had to kind of reflect on this one a little bit because Mitch and I have been together for so long. I was like, oh, what, what, like, what's Even the is process? A yeah, but I think I think we've got some good ones. We've got some solid advice tips for you guys, and maybe ones that you haven't thought of before. Even if you're in a long-term committed relationship. This might still be helpful because you might have a friend going through this. You can always draw from this bag of goodies, um, whether it's yourself or someone else. So that's something good to remember as well. Yeah, totally. What is your first piece of advice, Laz? My first nugget of... Wisdom. Wisdom. This might seem like an obvious one, but remove all reminders. I... I've had a mate go through my entire camera roll once and make a photo album called Voldemort. Oh my god! So that I didn't look and it was just like dragged all the photos of him into this album so that I could look at it later when I wanted to, you know, reflect and think back to good times. Yeah. But not have to look at it in my current state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that was really helpful. Don't necessarily throw it out. You might regret it. Yeah. You re- you, if you're Once someone you come to kind of peace. Yeah. And if you're sentimental like me, like throwing it out is the worst thing you can do because one day you're going to want to have that memory. Especially if it's like you've gone overseas together or something and you're like having an experience mm. with each other. It's not just like a cute, lovey photo at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like an actual kind of experience that you both were on together. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to look back and be like, oh my God, I have no photos of that. Yeah. Because, yeah. But it doesn't just have to be photos. Like it might be a t-shirt that is theirs that you you wear all the time or clothes they've left at your house. Just like get that out of sight. (laughs) Yeah. Well, actually one of my tips is similar, like on the same lines, but if you're not ready to unfollow them on social media, muting them on social media could be mm. like your best friend yeah it's unfollows a bit savage like it is and it, it's it's pretty hectic to go from spending so much time with someone to just and I know it might seem trivial like it's social media who cares but these days it, it does take up so much of our lives that it, yeah. it feels like a real impactful move to be like I'm deleting you as a friend yeah yeah you know yeah oh my god totally yeah so I yeah I agree with that muting them is a goodie yeah, it is. And then that way, yeah, there's no like awkward, oh, should I re-follow them? I don't know. It's just if you want to get them kind of like out of your sight, not see any of their content, but not make that like hectic move. And especially if it ended on like semi-good terms, mm. but you're still a little bit triggered when you see their content. Yeah. I think it's good to stop seeing it for a while. And you always say like, 
oh, I just like will scroll past it or I like won't even look. But there's literally a feature on Instagram that will, you know, do that yeah. for you. So make it easy for yourself. Yeah, if there's something that's going to trigger that anxiety, it's watching their stories because the chances are they'll probably be like trying to live their best life and they're like, I don't care about you and that'll make you feel even shitter. Yeah, totally. What's your number one? My number one is a classic age-old saying of time heals all wounds and I just think it's okay to like give yourself time. Like don't think you need to instantly be over it and instantly be okay and instantly up for like all the things like as soon as you break up with someone I think um making sure you give that grace to yourself um and know that time really does help and often like previous to the relationship I'm in now but like when I would break up with someone or stop seeing someone I would have to think like I survived without them before yeah. my you know what I mean like yeah. so weird to say that but often a breakup feels like I am never gonna live through this mm. so I think like thinking about no it's okay like I survived 20 years or however long it however old you are before you met them and like it's gonna be okay like I will yeah. survive this yeah I love thinking of it that way yeah what's your next one Laz my next one is make a playlist of songs that don't remind you of them or go back, go back to songs you listened to before knowing them. And so I, I find that sometimes, you know, when you're in a relationship, your music taste is something that becomes so intertwined, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, naturally you're going to have songs in your Spotify or whatever that like reminds you of them. And so it's just so triggering. Like I just wouldn't even risk it for a while, like having a song come on. So what I do, I, yeah, I'll make a playlist of stuff that is probably stuff they don't even like. <laughs> literally the opposite of their music taste but yeah I I think music's one of those things that can really mess with you if you're like me totally um and if you really bonded over music as well like it was really I, I don't know sentimental or like a special sort of thing for you guys like a a big part of why people get together is their music tastes Mm. or like the fact that they're so into music they don't have to like the same genres but such like a passion for it I don't know maybe that's just me and you no I do think it's like a big part but yeah not everyone would be the same but yeah I just think that um it's also proven like it's um you know when you smell a smell and it takes you back yeah it's like the same sort of concept when you hear a sound or like a song yeah that'll take you back to a particular moment and oftentimes the moment will be a really positive one so then it's going to send you into a spiral of like why are we broken up like oh my god it was so good yeah like the illusion that maybe it was better than it actually was yeah so true yeah that's my number two nice what's your number two um mine is a little bit risque and I guess not everyone wants to do this but I think having some sort of element of change in your life whether that be like changing your hair or like getting a piercing, something like a little bit fun and just like switching things up as well as like doing a spring clean like of your space, like just Mm. changing the energy, changing the vibe, yeah. And doing something that you're excited about, like maybe you've wanted to change your hair forever and you're, you're really keen to do that. I think it can just add a new like energy into your, your being. Yeah, I like that. Another one is 
it's okay to eat takeaway for a while. Um, I mean, unless cooking is your happy place and that is where you find joy, okay, not me. Um, I, I like so okay with letting myself get Uber Eats for the first two to three weeks, min. <laughs> yeah. Um, because like, oh, the thought of going to the shops, preparing food when you're that distraught is just, it's too hard. Yeah. No one's got time for that. I know what you mean. And also the thought of having to like potentially bump into them or like um, run into like other people that maybe you are friends with because of them. Yeah. Like that element too can just be like, oh, I'm so not ready. Or just even like, this is so bad, but like human contact in general Mm. is sometimes can just be like draining. You're just like, oh. Definitely. I don't want to. Maybe cooking was something you like doing together or I don't know. But like I feel like you just need to make as so as many things for yourself as easy as possible because it's already hard when you're going through all that. Totally. That's funny you say this. <clears throat> and I guess it's kind of like similar, but I know for me that anxiety really festers when I have a period of like a lot of partying and a lot of alcohol. So I think something so simple is like looking after yourself by getting sleep and like going out and doing some movement and maybe even sitting in the sunshine. Those like foundational elements of like looking after yourself, I think they're often maybe overlooked as like, oh, whatever. Like that doesn't really make a difference, but Mm. it truly, truly does. Yeah, I think when you're in the thick of it all, you can seem like, like even a shower can seem like hard work, but making sure you're doing that self-care, getting outside, even if it's a 10-minute walk, just like stepping outside, getting out of your head and into your body, they say. You might think it's not going to make a difference, but that chemical altering of the endorphins getting through you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a goodie. Yeah, it is. What's your next one, Laz? I always find that... Immersing myself in a new hobby or maybe bringing up one that you've kind of fallen behind on. It's really useful to gain a sense of purpose again. Like not to say that your your significant other is your only purpose in your life, but it's amazing how much you can feel like you have oodles of time when you like if when you break up with someone. Even if you consider yourself a super independent person, you're probably gonna feel like there's all this empty space that needs filling. And I think sometimes the only way to fill that void is... Pour your energy into something productive. That's it, yeah. And I think what I did once was um, started doing French on the Duolingo app and literally every day, I think I did it about like eight times a day if I ever felt sad or like, oh no, I've got a spare hour. Like, don't think about it, don't think about it. Like that was how... And I felt like I was developing myself further. So I felt like I was becoming a better person and if if you feel like you're getting stronger in yourself you're going to be okay no matter what yeah that's a good one and it's also like a fun thing to do as well yeah learning new hobbies having fun without that person because you're making new experiences yeah yeah like I think another time I um I put all my effort into making a music video like you know which took a lot of work but it meant that whenever I had spared time to think that's where my energy went Mm -hmm. rather than thinking about them 
And it's it's still important to grieve. Yeah. And if you not like if you completely blank them out, you'll grieve it later, which is unhealthy in its own way. But yeah, it's just feeling a lot of that empty space with something productive. Yeah, I think feeling the feelings of a breakup is important. But there's also, there's like a point and I feel like everyone knows that point within themselves. I need to like do something because otherwise I'm just going to drown in this sorrow. Yeah, I think distraction has such an importance in those early stages. If you don't distract yourself, you'll go crazy. Yeah, You need distractions. You need your mates to come over with shitty food and just watch you ugly cry for a while. Like you need that and you need things to do on the weekends for a little while like I I don't think sitting in that empty space is particularly useful at the beginning because you just yeah you just go round and round in circles and it's yeah yeah Yeah. it's not like but when you move past the worst of it I think learning to sit in that space is really important yeah totally yeah a hundred percent and with that my other tip was talk to friends and family about how you're feeling maybe this is more so I mean this is a gross generalization but I think potentially guys could have a harder time doing this than females well in my friend group anyways like I feel like all our friends are pretty open if we're going through something we're pretty open to tell our friends about it and lean on them but yeah if you have a male friend or if you know someone maybe isn't prone to opening up into like leaning on you being vulnerable being vulnerable like don't be afraid to ask those questions about how like ask them how they're going and that's like any form of grief like whether that's a relationship um breakdown or you know an actual loss of someone I think it's important to remind your friends who are going through that that you're there definitely and that yeah you're you're looking out for them and stuff. Especially if your default goes to, oh, they always, they don't, they're pretty private. Like they, they prefer not to share and just making that assumption is not always right. Yeah. Because I don't know, sometimes people just need that prompt to be like, oh, oh, like I would never have said that unless someone asked me. Yeah. So true. So yeah, that's, that's really important. Yeah. And I think like, even if it does feel a bit awkward or like, oh, I don't know how they'll respond. Like, I think it's always better to just try and see. And like, if it is a bit awkward, then it's like, oh, well, that's like what humans are. Sometimes we're awkward. Yeah. (laughs) But at least they know that, yeah, you're there for them. Another tip is, and this might seem really hard to do in the moment, but I wrote down like when I've, when it's just happened, when the the moment has just happened and you're feeling lost, distraught, sick, nauseous, like probably all of the above. I just find that writing down, journaling your feelings in that moment, like the raw feelings that you're going through, they might not make sense, but just getting it all down on paper, like, I feel sick, I feel angry, I'm scared, I don't know what to do, Um, they just left, I just left, whatever. Um, And just, like, a stream of consciousness of exactly what you're going through. It's like you've got a reference to go back to later because time does heal all wounds and you'll be able to look back and reflect on this moment that you were really struggling and go, oh, I can overcome hard things. Yeah, so true. The next time you're going through something hard, if you can go back and reflect on that, 
you can go, oh, there was an example of a time that I got through something tough. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think journaling in the moment is a massive one. Um, so that, that was, that's been really useful for me. Mm, yeah, nice. And also journaling's great to like unpack how, how you are feeling yep. like, and kind of identify like all different stages, I guess. I don't know. It's just yeah. like a nice therapeutic way to get shit out of your brain yeah, <laughs> and onto the piece of paper. Especially if you're not sure if you've made the right decision. Yes. Or if the circumstances might be that, you know, you're on a break, but you're not really sure whether you want to make it work. And I think journaling down and documenting your emotions over however long that you decide to take a break will really help when you reconvene and decide on what's best to do because then you'll be able to say oh okay I actually got better like yeah I actually improved maybe we shouldn't get back together yeah yeah and it like allows you to listen to your intuition too yeah definitely which is massive during breakups because I feel like you either listen to intuition or you like go the other way and just go like oh my god I need the person back in my life but really your gut knows that it's not the right thing yeah do you have any more for me no, I'm I'm all out of breakup advice. Do you have I've got one more. Just add a tail one on in on the end. Just add one on just <laughs> <laughs> Just add a tail. <laughs> just get a tail on there. I've got one more. Chuck okay, a tail. I've got one more. That was really hard to say. Make Sunday plans in advance. <laughs> yeah. Um Everyone's heard of the Sunday sads or the Sunday yeah, blues. why is that? I don't know. I think it's because, well, naturally, Monday is the start of the work week for most people. Mm. So not only are you depressed about that, but like you don't have that Friday feeling where you're like, oh, there's plans tonight or there's plans tomorrow to look forward to. Like, you've got to wait till Friday. Nothing exciting happens to Friday. And plus, who does stuff on a Sunday night unless... You're a trooper. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's pretty rare for, for plans to be on a Sunday night or mm. afternoon. So often Sundays are left with this like existential dread that you're just you and your thoughts. And like that's usually a day most people spend with their partner. Yeah. So I think if you make plans with friends in advance, it doesn't have to be nighttime as such, but I think just something. So you're like, all right, just for that first little while, I know that my Sundays are covered. Yeah. I don't have to feel lonely. Yeah, exactly. And it takes your mind off it a little bit. Yeah. It's almost like a trigger, like identifying your triggers and like what things like send you in like a downward spiral. And like if Sunday is that thing, then coming up with ways to deal with that so you don't feel sad on a Sunday. Definitely. And also if you happen to meet someone quickly after your breakup, like I think there's this... There's this idea that it's there's bad a social to, stigma. There's this social stigma, stigma with rushing into something too soon or too quickly. And so sometimes people can miss out on really nice relationships because they're like, no, I'm finding myself. I'm wanderlust. I'm going to Italy to eat spaghetti. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then Bali to pray. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I don't know. I used to think that I had to force myself to stay single to find myself. And I actually realised that I'm just a really, I really like connection, mm. with, especially with a partner. And I thrive off that and I love it. And sometimes I'm more productive in my personal life if I've got a boyfriend. Yeah. So I think it's just, you do you. Like if you need that time 
to find yourself and discover yourself without someone else, do it. But if you find yourself naturally going to back back into a relationship quickly, that might be when you yeah that might be what suits you best. Yeah, remaining open is always a good good thing. Well, we hope that you've found this episode helpful. If you are grieving right now, just know that time really does heal all wounds. Mm. It's the age-old cliche, but it's and it it's sounds a like cliche such a for cop out. Yeah, it's a cop out, but it's a cliche for a reason. Yeah, and um, you'll get better. And thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are we so awkward today? <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's chat. If you loved what we had to say, hit subscribe, leave us a review and find us on Instagram at some would say podcast. Talk then.